Welcome to Why Is with Ty and Dan. This week we discuss the man, the myth, the legend, the app, Jeremy Renner. Welcome to Why Is with Ty and Dan, a Marvel podcast where we try to figure out just who and what is going on in this cinematic multiverse. My name is Tyler Borland and with me always is Danny Vincent. Howdy do, I'm Danny V. And let me tell you, Tyler, before we get to our main topic this episode, this past Monday was the international holiday known, well, at the time of recording, <laughs> this past <laughs> Monday was... Yeah. The international holiday known as Spider Monday. Not Electro Monday, not Cyber Monday, but Spider Monday. And I got my No Way Home tickets. But have I got a story for how I got them? Do you want to hear the story? What's the story? So the tickets went on sale at 11 p.m. Central Time. Uh, Actually on Sunday. So it was really Spider Sunday. But I didn't get my tickets till Spider Monday. Because first I tried to get on AMC and totally crashed the, the app totally crashed and the site because i have the app on my phone because i'm a stubs member mm. so i just kept checking every five minutes and eventually i get through to my theater where it will show me the show times for any day besides the day spider-man is out so you know i keep looking and eventually i get through i get in and it says you have 42 minutes to wait in line to get your tickets so i'm like eh, whatever i'm watching robocop i can finish robocop right so I'm watching Ro- RoboCop and I keep like looking at my phone every like five minutes. And I notice when it gets to seven minutes, it just suddenly jumps from seven minutes to more than an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just go, well, all right, I'm finishing RoboCop anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'll probably go to bed and not worry about this. So I finish RoboCop. I go downstairs. I shower, you know, I get ready for bed. And just as I'm about to turn off my phone, I decided to check the AMC app that I left running in the background. And I see it jump from more than an hour to 12 minutes. So at that point, oh, I'm like, nice. oh, 12 minutes. You know, yeah, yeah, I can just wait. But I'm going to send this to the chat and I will describe it for the people. Uh, once I finally get through, this is what the feeder looks like. And I, I also in red, I have the seat I got because I, I wanted IMAX tickets. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is that uh, if. You look at that, and I will describe it to the people here. I waited. It was at 1 a.m. I finally got my ticket. Yeah. Uh, and there were, at the time, only six seats sold in the IMAX. So I was like, well, that was always my time. Until I woke up in the morning, and this was the uh, theater when I woke up in the morning. Uh, oh, wow. So, and uh, yeah, it is. The, I know the listeners can't see. It is in about, I would say, 70% full theater. Yeah. Uh, and at this point in time of recording, it is now 90% full. So I got my tickets. And initially, I thought I was like, that was such a waste of time. But I got good seats. Got my tickets. And the punchline of the story today is I got an email from AMC Corporate saying that I won a Spider-Man NFT, which I don't know how to scare rid of an NFT because NFTs are stupid. Hot take, I know. Maybe, maybe you should contact Matt Damon because he knows. I, I was thinking he about knows it. stuff about cryptocurrency, and he could help you with that NFT. So yeah, he could help me resell it. Yeah, I don't. I will say the thing that interests me about the NFT is that it's not given to me till December twenty second, 
which makes me think there could be spoilery NFTs because they're not, I'm not allowed to look at it till the movie's out. I, I, I just I don't understand. Like I know you can sell NFTs. I just don't understand what this NFT is gonna. The only thing I don't know. I think about with NFTs is a uh, well besides them being bizarre is how at the Oscars this past year there was a big controversy because the gift pack <laughs> included a NFT of Chadwick Boseman's golden head. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was a third party, to be clear. The Academy Wait. did not do this, but there was an NFT given out to all the nominees that included Chadwick Boseman's head as an NFT. <laughs> maybe, maybe <laughs> Sony still has a bunch of those Electro heads Stuck oh, back that was from NFT. the Amazing Spider-Man sell. Two. I wouldn't sell and that. That's, that maybe that's what it is. Maybe be really funny. Everyone's like, "Oh, I hope I get because they're waiting so long. Maybe I'll get Toby or Andrew, or maybe I'll get uh, Willem Dafoe in, the, in a new costume. Maybe I'll get maybe I'll get Ned." <laughs> but like, <laughs> and I just got Electro. I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah." Oh, I'm man. gonna resell it to be clear. I'm not keeping an NFT. There's no even if it was like a cool NFT. Maybe I'd be like, it's an NFT. I don't, I don't want see. It. I don't know if like NFTs. I don't know if they increase in value with time. I I don't know. I don't know. I if, think if like uh, a year I, from what, now. Well, I don't think NFTs have been around long enough to say that. I feel like they might be yeah. like Beanie Babies, where like. Everyone's like, I, I had a book when I was a kid, a Beanie Baby collector's book, where it was like, this is how the value should go up over time. And like now no one's buying Beanie Baby. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, they're yeah. in, they're in uh, Goodwills and thrift, exactly. thrift shops. Yeah. Yeah. So Nothing wrong with, that's where with those places, but yeah. It's not like, yeah, it's not like yes, they're just not relevant. Out. Yeah. 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 So, all right. I watched the show this week, Danny. Did you did you watch the show? Yeah, I watched Succession. Oh, oh, well, this is awkward. Anti Lasso. Oh, so I didn't watch any of those. Okay, what? I watched Daredevil. Uh, oh, yeah, cool. It's it's been it's what actually, what season are you on? Did you watch all of it? Um, no, I'm Just, still on season one. I'm like halfway through season one, um, and it's it's pretty solid. Like I've not found like solid casting all like, the way around and i was i'm gonna ask one thing mm-hmm. well i'll ask two things one from last during the content of our actual episode uh but uh <laughs> what do you think of caleb's favorite character that he wants in a spider-man movie who's in that show which is uh keith ulrich i believe is his name spider uh, he's the reporter uh, maybe it's maybe it's ben ulrich i'm not sure hold on it's been uh, i think it's ben Ul- yeah. ulrich i like I him know why i said keith yeah i like i like he's him. great He's, yeah. He was my he was one of my favorite parts of that show, besides like the obvious part of that show that's great, which is Cox and uh D'Onofrio. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. also that fight scene in the hallway in like episode In the two, hallway, yes, it is uh so God, good. it's so good. And like is it a one is it a one take? Yeah. Yeah. Or it might it might have a cheat it in just, it. It might have a cheat in it, but I'm not sure. It just const it seems like it's just constantly rotating, which is something similar to a certain car uh chase. I think we should probably we give our spoiler alert. We should probably we should probably yeah. say that from this point on we will discuss the latest episodes of Hawkeye and possible spoilers for future productions. We do not claim to have knowledge of said future spoilers, but we'll gladly take full credit if such come true. So this next one is we will not address any leaks, but 
Let's be real here. Y'all know There's us. There's one thing. Well, we well, we're we, spilling we're all the tea. Leads. Yeah, I know. We, but, but in this case, I feel like our speculations would have led us to this leak anyway. Uh, but maybe we're also wrong. Maybe it's a fake leak because, you know, people put up fake leaks all the time. And the fact that Marvel hasn't taken down the leak I'm referring to, maybe that means it's not real because usually they take down stuff that has legitimacy to it now my one addressing of leak will be is that there is quite a few air quote leaked images going around of vincent d'orfio as kingpin in the show air quote around the leak because a lot of them just look like photoshops and I, i'm pretty sure none of no actual photos of d'orfio leaked it's just people making the d'orfios they want to see yeah. you know what i mean yeah yeah but yeah. anyway let's discuss hawkeye Episode one, never meet your heroes. Episode two, I didn't seek. Episode three, echoes. General yeah. thoughts, um, Tyler. So, this is a pretty solid show. Um, it's it's definitely one that like before we re- were recording, Danny, you had said like uh, you were like, well, this is a show that I would watch with with my mom, and I and then I was like, oh yeah, like a Christmas time Hawkeye marathon, and that actually seems like that seems like something that would be this. This is a show that I would be comfortable with turning on with no matter what family is in the room with me and just sitting down and just enjoying a show. And uh, yeah, I'm not necessarily like a Christmas staple, but it's it's got that quality like it's got rewatchability to it. And um, and it's also it's it's got deeper elements elements to it. And um, but they're not. To where you have to necessarily, it's not to where you necessarily have to invest into all of the movies before. This is like the first Disney Plus show that's not felt like I have to be fully invested into the MCU to be able to watch. Yeah, this. I would. Yeah, I would agree. You only need to have seen Endgame, really. Exactly. Yeah. Even then, you get flashbacks. Yeah, and and they they, through dialogue they they do plenty of uh, discussion and like explanation for for different things. Um, So so yeah, overall it's it's pretty good. I know I I had mentioned earlier today. I was like I'd give it I'd give it a C so far. Um, Yeah, it's got some really cool like arrow like combat's been I've been impressed with with the combat. much better than Falcon Winter Soldier. Um ridiculously better. Yes. I'll get into that and, uh, and yeah, I'd give it a, a high C, low B. Um, but I think that's that grade's definitely gonna go up because uh I like this show is definitely backloaded. We're talking here, it's a six six episode series, and there is a lot of stuff that we know we're getting in this show that I yes. have no idea how they'll fit in three No episodes. idea how they'll, how they'll do it, um, because a thought occurred to me um, partially through it. I'm like, oh yeah, so-and-so is supposed to show up, and I don't know how that's gonna happen now that we're halfway through the series um, at this point, but yeah, I, I'm excited. I This is the same type of excitement to tune in like each week as what WandaVision and Loki were for me. So I wouldn't go that far for me because those shows had a lot of theory crafting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, My interesting take on this show, which is interesting coming from me because I am such a person who's usually negative on this is I think this show 
And unlike, okay, I'm going to, well, I will explain more when I'm done. I think this show probably would have been best off being released as a binge show on November on Chris on Thanksgiving. Mm. Uh, and the reason I say that is one, let's be real. The finale for the show comes out a few days after Spider-Man No Way Home. Are MCU fans really going to be caring that much about the end of the show by the time that comes around? Right. Uh, two, as someone who watched the three episodes that we have in a row, I was honestly surprised when the third one ended. And I realized that all three episodes have an ending that does not actually end. These are not individual episodes like Loki is. These is this is very clearly telling one long story where these characters are being allowed to breathe. I do think the mm. first two episodes are a bit overlong. One yeah. one of my points I had was is Tyler, you always talk about how you want the episodes to be longer, mm-hmm. but the best episode of the show easily is the shortest one we got. Um, because of the pacing is so much better in it. There's not a lot of slow moments to it. And yeah, it's I think the third episode of the show is pretty brilliant. And I think the way the story feeds into each other. It does feel like I'm watching one long movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah even, even, and, and the reason also, not like Falcon and Winter Soldier, because Falcon and Winter Soldier, I also said it should be released as a binge show, but the difference is in Falcon and Winter Soldier, and Tyler, I know you're going to be mad at me for saying this, Zemo is ultimately irrelevant to the plot. Like, completely irrelevant to what the show is actually about. You know what I mean? I mean, it, he is filler to yeah. fill up those, those six hours. Yeah. So, in that sense, him to be there for. The episodes that like it to be released weekly, I'm like, okay, that kind of makes sense. In this case, every episode just builds on the next mm-hmm. the previous in a way that when I cut off, I was like, oh, I'm at the halfway point of the show. How's that? You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. This and like, I like what you were like, you made, you, I like the point that you're making there Um, with, it just feels like it's, it's one long continuous, continuous episode yeah. almost. Um, and uh, or movie just it feels like a really yeah. long movie um but even like the cuts at the end of the episode they're just it's it's straight jump to credit um rather yeah. than rather than having like a you know we're pulling from the scene you know um or a fade to black is just yeah um i think yeah. it it works i think where they decided to cut the episodes i think that it's worked so far um but I think the but yeah. the third one to me ends a little too abruptly. Gotcha. To me, yeah, uh, I yeah. think there would have been a better ending point for him just to get his hearing aid fixed and then to have a few a joke conversation. I get that we want a cliffhanger, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I just I don't I don't really like where it cut off. Um, maybe I maybe I wouldn't care if it's one long show though. You know what I mean? If they're yeah. all out and I can binge it. Yeah, um, I I liked. I I could have honestly I would have been okay with this show. Um being released in like two episodes at a time getting episode one and two and then getting three and four and then five and six um with, yeah and then it would be yeah. done by the time um before spider-man no, was out too yeah yeah before spider-man crashes into theaters um yeah and just blows <laughs> yeah, guy out of the water yeah <laughs> he literally so, crashed. I, 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 I've, I've resigned myself to the sadness that I'm pretty sure the Matrix Resurrection is going to bomb because Spider-Man No Way Home is eating up the hype of everything around it. And I'm just kind of like, yeah. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> yeah. I, I did see that uh, Andrew Garfield's um, Andrew Garfield's new show dropped on Netflix. And I'm like, maybe it's a I movie. Should... It's is a it, movie. Is, it's a movie. See, that's it's a musical, a... though. So, and yeah. I don't like musicals. Uh, I don't, he's really I don't. great in it. Though. Maybe I should. Let me just say, like he he should get an Oscar nom for it. He's very good in it. Should he? Uh, 
I was, yeah, I was very impressed with it, especially because I never knew he could sing. Uh, and he's really great in it. Um, but yeah, that's why I kind of feel bad for, I've said that for a while. Dude's just trying to get paid for an Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> these geek sites, I say as a geek podcast, these geek sites just keep crashing his Oscar game and going, so are you in Spider-Man No Way Home? As if he's going to give a different answer. So, <laughs> like, so, uh, so talking about the plot of Tick, Tick, Boom. <laughs> Is that like the sound that you're gonna make when you walk on set for No Way Home? Is that? Uh, I like the idea of someone cornering Lin Manuel Miranda and be like, "Is he in No Way Home? Is Andrew Garfield in No Way Home?" They'd <laughs> be like, "What? Is he? <laughs> he even hasn't in, told me anything. Is he even in? Oh, he wait, directed. No, he tick, directed. Tick, yeah, Tick Tick Boom. Tick, That's tick, right. Boom. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah. but anyway, uh, well, back to Hawkeye. Uh, we talked about we talked about singing. And I want to get to get to something. Wait, 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 wait. I yeah. want to say one more thing in my general thoughts. Okay, yeah, sorry. I think this show is making a very good decision, particularly in its first episode, that I don't think Clint is the main character. I think Kate Bishop is very clearly the main character. Mm. And I'm okay with that because I think Clint Barton has never worked as a lead. I think most people's dislike of Hawkeye comes from the times when the movies have decided to make him the lead for a bit of time, <coughs> Age of Ultron. So, like... I think this idea of having it explore the idea of him being a mentor from yeah. the eyes of Kate is a good choice. I also think uh, Haley Steinfeld is way more charismatic than Jeremy Renner is. Jeremy Renner should be a supporting actor who's a character actor. He's not very, he's not a great presence on his own, in my opinion. That's yeah, all, I've always had that take. Yeah, I so. think I I do think that pick that the casting of Haley Steinfeld was uh, perfect for this um, for this show especially because of that character, that acting dynamic between Renner and Steinfeld. Um, yeah, they have a yeah. lot of chemistry. Yeah. Very good. But yeah, now we can talk about the music. You oh, know, well, You're saying something about the music. You, you, you actually brought up something. Uh, Hawkeye as a mentor. Um, and yeah. I actually got to thinking during the third episode is I'm like, I'm like, yeah, he's, he's, he's going to guide uh Steinfeld on like how to properly become this hero and like understand the risk that comes with the title and with the occupation and then I was like wait a minute Hawkeye was also a mentor to uh someone else who took a whole town hostage whatever happened to that what did he oh un- yeah did, I, he I, hear? I, I, did he hear I, I don't about know. it well that actually reminds me of uh Remember, I will remember that was actually one of our speculations that the big Avenger cameo would be a Hawkeye. Yeah, I still think that would have been cool. Uh, I hope eventually, whenever they cross paths again, which might not happen, because I have a gut feeling the end of the show is going to retire Hawkeye, not kill him, you know, and be like let him be retired, even when they have mass Avengers events. I did have that uh, thought. I was like, what yeah, if? Just, what if they would kill Hawkeye off? I don't think they'll do it, but I don't think they will. That wouldn't make much sense to me. Um, I think. He will get to retire with his family. Gotcha. Uh, and he, I don't even think, I think runner will be like, I'm not doing those movies anymore. Cause they don't need me. Cause they, they don't. Like, yeah, right. And I stick by watching these episodes. I definitely think we're going to get a black widow and Hawkeye movie with Florence Pugh and Haley Steinfeld. Cause I think Haley Steinfeld is rather easily the best part of the show. Um, yeah. At least acting wise. Although I am pretty impressed by the actor who plays echo too. Um, I think she's very good. Uh, and I'm ex- I'm pretty uh I'm pretty impressed with the guy with the chuckle with the hand. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, he seems he seems pretty cool. Yeah. Um uh. also I, I gotta say, um 
Very curious where they're going with Vera Farmiga's character because uh, she seems to be a bit of a big name actor for the role she's had currently on. Yeah, this. I Although, will. Granted, if Kate Bishop was to become like a defining member of the Young Avengers or whatever, I guess having her mom being played by a big actor makes sense. Yeah, know? yeah, I, I like Farmiga's been awesome in what she's like when she is on screen, um, but. I don't know what she, what her character's doing, you know. Um, being a mom. I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess All so. Right. We can dig in if we haven't been gun digging in yet. Okay. One thing I do want to start with yeah. is in episode one, the best moment of this episode to me is the credits. Those opening credits in the first episode were so good. Did you not watch them? You didn't pay attention to them? It's been a week. Um, oh, oh yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. So the opening Refresh. credits are like it's like you know the cold open is Avengers one, and she's watching Hawkeye take down the Chitari. Yes, while her dad dies. Yes, and then it goes to her dad's funeral. And she's like, I want a bow and arrow, and I want to train to be good. And then it just cuts to the credits, which are done in the style of the comic. Yeah, that is you know the actual end credits of the show, but which they're showing her grow up and train. And like graduate school and stuff. Yeah, like, that was cool. Credits. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, uh, I thought like you know because we talked about when Black Widow came out, it's like this was a really cool opening credit. I think this might be, besides of course, it's hard to top the iconic surprise of the Guardians one one, but this comes close to me. I really was like, oh, this is a great way to introduce this character. And yeah, give us her backstory. Yeah, um, yeah, I liked it was. Very similar to uh, Spider-Man Two, retelling yes, Spider-Man yes. One, which I I think is cool. We definitely need that. Uh, one thing with this uh, with this show is that they've taken a lot of inspiration from the Matt Fraction comics, the Fraction Run, yeah, yeah. and which um, I need to read. Which everyone the, tells me they're like the best. Yeah, I need I need to read them too. However, I'm not aware of. Fraction, I think Fraction may, I don't want to put this in stone, may be getting, he may have had some input on the show or he may have He, had, he is a consulting like, producer. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a consulting producer. So he's got credit yeah. for that. However, the illustrator for that yes, series that, yeah. is but not getting, yeah, is not yeah. getting uh, recognition. And Yeah, which uh, seems a little crazy because yeah. if you've seen, well, the credits are legitimately taken from his art style. Yes, exactly. The one I definitely noticed is like, because I always like watching the end credits of these show. Uh, the dog in the end credits is uh, d- like looks exactly like the meme of the dog I've seen from the uh, comic. Um, yeah. Um, also, Pizza Dog. Very tempted to give him the MVP already. He's great. <laughs> I love Pizza Dog. <laughs> pizza Dog, the the dog father. The uh, yeah, Sir Pizza of Dog, or Sir Dog of Pizza. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dog, 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 the dog, the dog, dog, the dog, dog. Didn't. I'm I'm good with that name. Dog the dog dog. Dog 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 the dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> trying to think of what else I want to say before I get because the thing is I feel like we're gonna talk about a vast amount of episode three. Cause I think it's the most interesting one to talk about. Yeah, there's a good uh, chunk. I do want to talk a, about there's a lot of great stuff in episode. I do want to talk we, about we the music. I do want to talk about the musical. I mentioned Oh yes, let's I mentioned that. that I wanted Oh, to... you talk about it then I have something I want to talk about that okay. happens right after the musical. Okay. <laughs> so, I I said earlier, I think it was like after 
it was after uh, I think WandaVision was done, and I said something about like there's going to be a Matt Damon, Matt Damon, all all one word as he's going to be the director. Yeah, Matt Damon, um, and then Ralph Boner was going to move to Broadway or something. I don't remember, but after seeing this this Avengers Rogers the musical, after seeing this, I'm like, no, no. We, superheroes need to stay away from Broadway. I I said during our Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark episode that superheroes need to stay away from Broadway, and I'm going to stick by that. Uh, I was. I, I have to. Li- I, have you listened to it yet? Um, they put out the full song somewhere. I've not. And it's by Mark Scheiman, who's the guy who wrote Hairspray. So it's like a, they got a legitimate musical director for this. Yeah, which is why it's kind of funny to me. They just have Jeremy Renner like talk over it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but what I wanted to say, and I texted, I think I texted you this, but I didn't. I texted someone else. Is uh, I think Hawkeye's kids might be the most basic family I've ever seen. The reason I say this is they go out for Christmas dinner or a restaurant and Hawkeye's like, so what do you guys want to do for Christmas? Now, keep in mind, they're supposed to be in New York City for five more days and they usually live on a farm. Yeah. So they should want to do some cool activities in the city because there's always a ton of stuff to do in New York City at Christmas. Their answers are (laughs) Christmas movie marathon. Presumably at home. Uh, making a gingerbread house, which granted, that one is from the five-year-old. So I don't care. But I'm not mad at the five-year-old for wanting to make a gingerbread house. Yeah. That's okay. But then <laughs> we get from the 16-year-old son, ugly sweaters. He just says ugly sweaters. Like, <laughs> like what? Are they going to go shopping? Are they just going to sit around the house staring at each other wearing sweaters? Because they can't throw an ugly sweater party. Because but, it's not like, like all the Avengers died. It's not like Hawkeye has many friends in New York City anymore. Right. You can't go to an ugly sweater party with Tony Stark, right? Like, I, this is what stuck out to me. Is like, this guy's 16, and his idea of like a great time in New York City at Christmas is just ugly sweaters. What? Yeah. yeah. I, will, I will say... You do you make a point about the Avengers. You're like all his friends are dead, and I'm kind of oh, yes. I'm like going through the roster, and I'm like Cap. We don't know if he, he might be he might be okay with Sam, or if he's he gone. Might be okay with Sam. Um, and then I'm thinking about like the original like 2012 Avengers lineup. Thor off Thor's world. off planet. You're just yeah. doing whatever Thor does. Um, Black Widow dead. Tony Stark dead. Nick Fury uh, off Banner, world too. Yeah, Nick Fury's off world. Banner is off doing Banner stuff, but like Banner and Hawkeye and Wanda, necessarily. Wanda's doing <laughs> terrorism. And Wanda's Wanda's She's either taking a town hostage or she's reading a book on dark <laughs> magic. So. <laughs> So I don't know if Hawkeye'd be very yeah, welcome it, there. But <laughs> I, I I do think that so that's something this show has done done decently is it's not lingered on it a ton, but it has like it's I kinda, it shows that it's taking a toll. It has taken a toll on Hawkeye, and uh, like I think we're getting a little we're getting more time with him that I, we should have got earlier um 
but well the the big thing there though is it's not it doesn't feel at all like black widow to me right where black widow was like we should have had this earlier yeah i don't care that it's taking this long for us to get a hawkeye show because like i've said i think he's easily the le- least like between the two of them i think kate bishop is so much more interesting than clint yes like yes, definitely uh and so like i'm just kind of like oh it's hawkeye whatever yeah i don't know like i can't really say like this is overdue <laughs> Like, it's not like we were really clamoring for Hawkeye. Um, I would also say, uh, I don't know what else I was going to say about that, but Hawkeye, I like, I like, well, that's getting into episode three. I do want to talk about episode three, but I'm trying to think if there's anything in the first two I want to talk about for forced. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Like, okay. I do think uh, I'm moving on to episode three. Uh, I don't care. I do. Uh, I, I do, do want to say. Oh, you have something else to say? Sorry. End of episode uh, two was my favorite scene with the introduction of Echo. With the with the speakers uh, and yeah, I thought it was kind. It was kind of hammy, but uh, I think it's good. I, I think was, most of what I like about Echo is in the next episode, though. Yeah, no, which I, makes sense because she's actually in but, it. yeah, <laughs> and I, I like I I like what they did with her orig- her origin set up in in episode three, and like the better Echo stuff is in episode three. I just really like that. That would be my like best moment, I guess, is in oh at the end definitely of- not for me. My best moments in episode three, so mm. definitely. Uh, what I will say also though is um. The one thing I was thinking of is that tracksuit mafia. Very surprising that they were Russian because I've always heard about them because there's like a very famous like panel from the comic. It was like they just one was like bro, 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 and then it's like they're Russian and they call each other bro. Yeah, what? <laughs> Did not expect it. So I I think episode three, I it's always tempting to be like best MCU episode ever, right? Like, but this was a very tight, strong episode. Which not only had the best action scene these Disney Plus shows have had, but I would say the best scene of the episode wasn't even the action scene, which is kind of crazy. Mm. Uh, considering how good and well constructed that action sequence was with the trick arrows and the car chase. Yeah. Um, just really brilliant escalation, good comedy with the, like, a good, I don't want to say comedy, but a good dynamic with uh, Clint being unable to hear. Yeah. Uh and then Kate not being knowing what arrow she was shooting. Like it was just good. It was very well done. Mm-hmm. Uh and then I would say the best scene of the episode is Hawkeye's call of his son. Yes. Uh, yes. That's that yeah. is my my uh best scene so far. Yeah. 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 And really? watching watching it, I watched the third episode twice. And watching Great that, <laughs> watching, um, watching that scene the second time, it really like I paid more attention the second time through, and watching, uh, watching that episode again, I was like, this is done really, really well. Um, yeah, just great, great acting on both like Steinfeld and Renner's, Renner's part there. Yeah, yeah. it was just. It was good. It was so good. And then that also, uh, what else in the episode? Of course, the Echo origin we like. But, you know, like, it was just a very strong episode all around. Um, Mm -hmm. It's hard to even, like, that's what I was saying earlier. I don't know if there's a lot to talk about with Hawkeye uh, as a show. Because I think for what this is, it's not really a show to speculate on. And 
it's also just it's incredibly straightforward with it and what it's about. Yeah. Um, we haven't really talked about Ronin much at all in this. Uh, mm, that's true. I'm curious how that will eventually be reconciled at the end. That's what I was kind of referring to. Like, we know there's a lot of stuff that will happen by the end of this show. Yeah. And I don't know how it's all going to fit in three episodes with the pacing they're currently doing. Um, so it's pretty exciting for me to see where that will go. I'm really interested in episode three. They mention dragons like two or three times. And yeah. I'm like, and the only dragon thing that I can think of is, well, there's two. Uh, well, three. Um, dragon there's, Tales. <laughs> yes, Dragon Tales. It's in the MCU. Um, it's, Finally. It's it's the, it's the uh, protector. It's the great protector from Shang-Chi, the dragon that lives in Talo. Um, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking of that one. I was thinking of uh, Fin Fang Foom, um, which I'm pretty sure they'll change the name of. Um, the a- the alien dragon-like species from outer space that we've not seen in the MCU yet. And then uh, the third one that I'm thinking of is, uh, and this is kind of just a, a funny one because I don't think they'll do it, but... If if we're pulling someone from uh, the Netflix Marvel stuff, if D'Onofrio is really in this, um, as rumored, are we also pulling Iron Fist over? Because he said what he I, saw well, a dragon when he got his powers. Well, so. <laughs> I don't think Iron Fist is being brought in. I, hope, I also think I want to. I, I want to go back to that, which is kind of reminds me of. I was having a conversation with someone earlier this week about. Actually, the Matrix versus No Way Home. This is someone who doesn't like Marvel, mm. um, and they were like, "I just hope there's no surprise Toby and Andrew Carios." And my response to them was, "Surprise? You think that'd be a surprise? Really? The, the thing everyone is talking about potentially being in this movie would be a surprise, right?" And that's what I, I just thought about when you said, "You're yeah, like potentially getting uh, Vincent D'Onofrio back." When I binged watched the first season of Daredevil in college, I would know that chuckle anywhere. It's Vincent D'Onofrio's yeah, chuckle. Like, yeah, I mean... Like, and, 100%. Like, it's not even yeah. a question to me. <laughs> well, and, and like, I'm I'm a little more familiar with the Netflix Marvel um, stuff. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, like, this is, this is uh, Felicia's first time ever watching any of the, the um netflix daredevil stuff and she yeah. immediately asked me in in this third episode she like she turned to me and she was like fisk and i was like yeah yeah it i'm i'm yeah, pretty sure vo- i'm pretty it, sure that's who it is like yeah because denorfrio's i we shouldn't talk too much about him because i'm sure next time we talk about hockey we'll have a lot more to talk about with him yeah uh but i think his portrayal was fisk and I do like Charlie Cox in Daredevil, but yes, the reason season one of Daredevil and I never got came back for season two is Fisk because Fisk, I've, from what I've always heard, takes a break in season two and then he's back in three. Mm. And I was kind of like, I kind of like Fisk was the whole point of the show to me. <laughs> so like, gotcha. he is such a presence uh, and his Kingpin portrayal is fantastic. Um, so if if air quotes, because I really don't think it's an F, this is him. I'm pretty excited to see him come back in the fold. Um, I do think it's something, though, where, to me, 
I don't know why it's being kept a secret. I don't know why this would be a grand reveal to anyone besides yeah. people who watch the Daredevil show. Yeah. And this is a much bigger audience. I think just showing us Vincent D'Onofrio's in this as the Kingpin, which, in my opinion, the thing does for anyone who's watched Daredevil. Uh, I don't get why it has to be just for the Daredevil fans. I don't know why there needs to be an era of mystery around it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. Kind of reminds me in a way of uh, what what's it? Um, and Falcon Winter Soldier like, ooh, the power brokers here, and then it ended up being the most obvious answer imaginable. In this case, it's like only Denorfio. We'll actually be happy. Also, Denorfio is so much better. Yeah, right. I was like, we will we'll actually happy. be happy with him it's, being in this. Film. It's like a movie. It would be nice if at one point TV this year show. when Marvel. At one point this year, when it looked like Marvel was bringing back something from old media, it was, in fact, the thing from the old media and not like Ralph Boner. <laughs> yeah. 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 Granted, I'm sure I'll get a bunch of that in our next episode. I so, really I really uh, hope Ralph Boner shows up in the Agatha. In the. Uh, yeah, he better. Agatha show. He better. Like. I hope he still has his uh, speed powers, too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, uh, there was something in episode three that I was going to touch on, but I don't re Oh, okay. We never, so oh, the one, sorry. the one thing with episode three is the, the sound design was constantly pulling me out of, uh, of the episode and it's, it's particularly with the car chase scene it's like they start the car up and we get the dun 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 and it sounds like it's going great one take shot it is it is oh no the cinematography the camera work is is great it's the music that pulls me out of it because it's it's like a medley of different christmas songs that yeah do not blend well together um sorry for whichever band put that together but it and maybe it works well like live or however they, they it, perform it. But, but it pulled it pulled me out of the scene because it was change it just changed like measures and I'm I'm sure that uh our more musically inclined listeners and past guests, I'm sure that we'll, we'll call the Haydens. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah. that they'd be able to to tell, um, tell us more in depth but but yeah it, it it pulled me out of it but other than that it was it was a solid i thought solid you were gonna thing. mention something else the sound design which was um i've mentioned this now the big bass no, spiders no 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 no. Or, no 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 um hawkeye it's hard of hearing and yeah. how we shift in and out of that um and we still talking about the sound design for me. I want to talk about one thing we did mention about Echo, which is probably my favorite part of her is I really like her dynamic with Clint and her attitude about her his hearing aids. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I really like that, uh, that she doesn't even think to really fight him. The first thing she does is like, you shouldn't even have these and just takes them yeah. out and breaks them. Yeah. And no, I, lo- I, I like that. that. I like that about the sound design. Like that was yeah. something that they excellently did. No, my, my sound design thing is more with the uh, it's with that music choice in the car chase scene, and um, and then it it didn't allow me to like I was constantly getting pulled out of focusing on the action t- to you know because that music kept changing and so I was I, my attention was pulled to the music I'm like oh okay what's this t- change in the music what's going on because usually 
when you change music, you're also changing action on screen too. And we didn't necessarily get that. Um, uh, so, so yeah, there was that. And then also just like the bass, like boom, sounds uh, that were just like super unneeded. I guess and, I just didn't notice these. I didn't have any issues with this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if it's, if it's the sub, the subwoofer that I've got and that, I, I'm just like hearing them amplified. I don't know. But but yeah. What I do think we should mention before we're done is there's a major character we have not talked about at all, which is uh, Kate's stepdad. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say we should probably talk about it. Doggo, the dog like, dog. Pizza dog. We talked about pizza dog. We, dog dog. We met, the dog? We've mentioned pizza dog. I don't remember what we named we've him. P- yeah. Pizza dog. Dog dog dog. Dog 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 dog. Trogdor. That was a part of the episode two. They went to a LARPing. Not Trogdor, though. In episode two, yeah. Trogdor was they a man. They should have had Trogdor there. They should have had Trogdor. He was a dragon man. He, maybe yeah, he was well. just a dragon. Thanos, <laughs> wait, we didn't even talk about the best meme of the show. Which oh, is Thanos, the, was, Thanos right was right. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did, I did think, like, I was like, in the MCU, that would be the edgiest thing to to write on a, on a urinal or whatever. I I just like the idea of Hawkeye looking at it, and the thing is, like, for some reason, I expect him to get, like, really sad, but they just kind of was like, okay. He's just, <laughs> like, he just Hawkeye's. What a weirdo. <laughs> situation, yeah. The LARP, what did you think of the LARPing? It was okay. Yeah. Like, it was whatever. I thought it was a, it was fun. It was fun to see Clint in that scenario. It was fun to see him in that but, scenario, but it, it, it also, like, I was like, it's like, okay, it, it just seems like this event is happening around him and he's walking through it rather than every everyone's interacting has, with each other this show you know? if it's about clint it's about how he's a loner even though everyone knows who he is mm, yeah i think it's a good, good element of him having to enter community to get what he wants yeah and even though he says he doesn't like it he's still like nice to the guy and he does seem to have a genuine like yeah, it was fun. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. seem to be sarcastic about that. Like he had a good time. He just wants to get home to his kids, though. Gotcha. So he's like, All right, gotcha. had fun, but like let's get this over with, you know? Yeah. Um, but let's talk about her stepdad. Yeah, Jack Jack Duquesne. Um, so what? Well, excuse me, step fiance. They're not married yet, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, what do you think about what was he doing at the auction? I I don't know I don't I, I I guess that's not really what I mean I I'm not really interested in talking about speculation I'm always gonna say what do we think of his uh, story right? I think I think what, what? I think Tompkins is awesome I think he's he's doing what isn't that his last name Tompkins I, wait who do you think's playing him who do you think is playing this guy <laughs> wait wait do you think this is Paul Tompkins Please tell me you think this is Paul Tompkins. <laughs> what if I say it's yes? Not. What if I say yes? <laughs> it's not Paul Tompkins. <laughs> but if you're saying you think this is Paul Tompkins on the show, <laughs> uh, is that who you were thinking? That's who I was <laughs> thinking. No, it's not Paul Tompkins. As amazing as that would be, <laughs> it is, it's someone from Breaking Bad. Uh, oh, it's Tony it Dalton. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> I am I am so sorry, uh, Mr. Dalton. It's okay. Um, <laughs> I was making that was Bob Tompkins. I was like, why are you here? 
Because he's like a, such a comedian. And he, like, I'm imagining Puff Tompkins action in this role, and I would not be able to take it seriously at all. Uh, but, uh, it's Tony Dalton. They honestly don't look as much alike as what I thought. That's why I'm laughing too. Like, you know, this popped up. Oh. Anyways, I mean, they kind of look alike if Tony Dalton didn't have any facial hair. Oh. Well, anyways, my apologies to both Dalton and Tompkins for the confusion. Yeah, I think that Tony Dalton is. He's got a lot of presence uh, with this performance, and I I think that it's been really good so far. I think it's a little big for me. I'm feeling a bit of ham in yeah. it. Uh, that'd be my thing. Is like, it's really weird to me to have these scenes where Vera Farmiga's like, you're just looking for something bad when he's literally like grinning, <laughs> like he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I thought you you're just a magnificent fencer. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, all right, you're not. Stupid Vera for me. Come on. Like, this guy is sus. It, he has not acted normal once in front of Kate in this show. <laughs> I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, I think it's definitely something where I feel like when it's over, I will be like, that was fun. And I promptly won't think about it ever again until next time Kate Bishop's on the show. <laughs> but that doesn't really matter. Well, it doesn't, like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Yeah. I think it's okay to have a show like this that is more popcorn y. Than like Loki or WandaVision was. Mm. Uh, so I think it's okay to just have a chill Christmas show. Whereas all the other stuff so far has been trying to be big on Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. I think like this show knows very much like another um, hallowed show from uh, that we've covered on or film that we've covered on this podcast uh venom let there be carnage it knows exactly what it is and it doesn't try to pretend to be anything bigger than that um yes and yeah. the big thing i was gonna say is that right now i loving 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 and it i assume it's gonna say this way because there's that we're halfway through it that there are no superpowers on this show that's yes. really nice yeah like and that is giving me what I've wanted. And I said this also in Falcon Winter Soldier. I do think that car chase is the closest I've gotten to uh, peak Russo action on the Disney Plus show. Yeah, I was I was going to say that like uh, one of the fights, I think, and, like uh, maybe in episode the two. The Echo versus Hawkeye fight was good. I, I was I was like, you know, this is very like Winter Soldier-y. Like I'm just getting vibes. It's not necessarily like, oh, this is the same level of you know, like action, but it, yeah, it's the hand to hand combat. Yeah. I get that you had issues with the music, but I do think that truck scene, that the car chase with the trigger arrows was fantastic. Yeah. Easily to me, uh, the best action scene we've gotten in the MCU this year. That was not in Shang-Chi. Mm, Easily. To yes. Me. Yeah. Um, with the only real competition on Disney Plus to my... It's funny. I've said this with pretty much every Disney Plus show we've covered. The only good action scene on Disney Plus is... Repeat after Tyler, I think you know it. The Vision versus Vision fight in the WandaVision finale. Mm. That is the only good fight scene we've had in all these episodes of these other shows. I, li- I like the... Loki had the terrible Loki, The Loki and... So... Sophia? So. 
Sylvia. Sylvia, yeah. I like that one, but I think that was more because of we were getting like their uh their conflict that had been bubbling all season was finally being like yeah, iterated sure. I just think the choreo was impressive. I, yeah, yeah. Like choreo wise, but it's story wise served it well. But yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. Give us like a Superman fight. But this this was better than that. This was better than that. This was a well constructed car chase with showing off all of Hawkeye's cool arrows. You know um and let what I miss. Sorry, what you know what I miss? WandaVision. I miss the weekly dosage of Paul Bettany. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I remember when what if he popped up in what if and I was like, well, I didn't like this episode, but I liked Paul Bettany being here. I, I, I'd be cool I, with I, I've been, I'd be cool with White Vision showing up just randomly during this show and just being like, my, why do humans fight? And then he leaves. <laughs> I, I would be fine with it. Uh, my big uh, my, I, I put up a letterbox for, you for those Disney Plus specials because I think it's hilarious they're allowed to be on Letterbox. And my one for the Marvel one is like this really just made me realize how much I miss WandaVision because <laughs> I, I watched the whole recap and was like, yeah, that show was a trip. Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to bring it back to Hawkeye, um, Stanley Steinfeld, fantastic. <laughs> Jeremy Renner, solid. <laughs> what do you think about uh Echo's performance? I'm trying to I'm looking up the uh I think she's good. Right I don't now. think she's had um I think most of the emotional backbone to it has been in the flashback where it wasn't her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. I too. think she was good in her scene with her dad. I liked seeing Zan McLaren and Brian Darcy James in these episodes, by the way. They're good character actors that were nice to see in a show like this. Mm. Even though they both played dads who died. Wah wah wah. Kind of like when I said uh, I was really excited to see that Gil Birmingham was supposed to be in Eternals, but then I figured he wasn't in a big role. And sure enough, I think he was cut from the movie, which I'm okay with because that means he can show up in a good MC role, you know? Yeah. So is Alaqua Alaqua Cox? Yeah, I think is is her name. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, Um, she's good. I'm really I'm interested in like how this show's gonna connect to the Echo. Show, I think I think I, I think I could guess pretty easily where is that uh, where you is don't have Vincent D'Onofrio show up for a cameo at the end of a season of Hawkeye if you're not gonna use him as a major supporting character in something else. Yeah, that would be my guess on how it connects. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm well. I'm interested. Is she going to be hero or anti-hero or still slight villain in the Echo? show and what about uh, we know we're supposed to get uh yelena at some point that's yeah that's no idea where she have yelena left in this. this yeah we have presumably fisk will be in this show and i really don't i think someone else something else is supposed to be with this show too well it has to con- it has to include the ronin stuff you know yeah yeah i do like uh, that they are like putting kind of trying to wrap up the Ronin stuff. They are, but we'll see how it pays off. That's yeah. the one thing in this show I'm kind of like, I don't know if they're going to give this the emotional gravitas it needs. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, predictions. Let's do our predictions because we're, it's time for us to do our predictions. It is time. Okay. Um, I don't really know what to predict Um, because right now I'm kind of just, it's an open box for me. Um, 
like I think the mantle of Hawkeye will get po- passed over, um, passed over from Jeremy Renner to Haley Seinfeld. Yeah, names, character names, Clint Barton to um, yeah, um, Kate, Kate Bishop. Oh my gosh, <laughs> jeez, I was just on the IMDb page and now I'm like, oh, what is a character? Um, okay. <laughs> Um, what? What is acting? What is who was character? Why is with Ty and Dan? Why is character shameless plug on our own podcast? Um, so yeah, I think that we'll get that. Um, I don't. I can't really say if we'll get Echo to be a hero in this necessarily. Um, once again, series trying to get into this conversation. I could see Echo uh, being like an Agatha type thing. Yeah. Not as evil as Agatha is at the end of her show. But yeah. like the Echo show could be like the Agatha show uh, where it's an anti-hero type of thing. Yeah. I th- I think because so far in the in the MCU, we've not really delved into anti-heroes too much. It's, well, we're going to very soon. Well, uh, I mean, we will. Um so well, no, I'm just saying no, no. The next show is supposed to be Moon Knight. That's all I'm saying. It's like Moon Knight is definitely defined anti-hero. Oh, I was thinking right? more along the lines of yummy, but uh, but yes, I don't count Venom as an anti-hero <laughs> either. He's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that, that should be that should be a quote on a calendar. I don't count Venom as an anti-hero. He's just stupid. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong, but um, yeah, we'll get we'll get some Echo stuff. We'll get some Vincent D'Onofrio Kingpin stuff, and apparently we're going to get some Yelena stuff. I don't know if Valentina is going to show up in this one or not. Maybe post credit. Post credit. Yeah, yeah. Maybe post credit, and she's like, "Well, Yelena failed me. Echo, do you want to join the team?" Um, yeah. Anyways. And Echo just stares at her and glares and, and signs and gives her the middle figure and walks or away. Or <laughs> Echo just gives her a throat chop and then walks away. I'd be cool yeah. with that. Yeah. R.I.P. Julius Stryfus. We were really interested in you until they introduced Kang. We yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We were really excited about you until Jonathan Mage just walked in. <laughs> until uh, he stood on the desk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sitting in the elevator. What about you? I'm trying not to speculate too much about like stuff where it's like this will be what happened next yeah the thing as i said before i'm most curious at how it will end is the ronin stuff mm-hmm. i'm curious how echo and clint will because i think echo will definitely find out clint is ronin you yeah know what i mean yeah uh and i'm curious how kate will react to i think kate might not care as much mm-hmm. well i mean she'll care but she'll like talk him up afterwards but I don't know. Like, I really don't know. I do think there's a parallel to be made about Kate dedicating her life to being like obsessively. Uh, what do you call it? Um, about the combat and all the training she's done to Clint obsessively murdering people. I mean, obviously, one of them's a bit more severe than the other. Yeah. But <laughs> I think there will be a line drawn there between the mm-hmm. two of them, a parallel. Um I don't know. It's more stuff I'm curious about. My only prediction, I would say, is that I have a feeling that what will likely happen with Yelena is when she comes in, she's just going to like literally walk in in the middle of another fight and everyone's going to be like, who's this? Yes. Yeah. I, I also, I want the same like, uh, 
she had a very I don't want to say like carefree, but just very chill like vibe in Black Widow. And I think like her just walking in on some big action scene and just being like, you are who I'm supposed to kill. OK, I kill you. And then, yeah, I, I, I do hope that the post credits scene within the show is something where it shows that Kate and Yelena will be hanging out. Cause I do think just looking at those actors, I mean, I see them together in something that's bigger than just an episode of TV. I, I think that doggo, the dog dog is the perfect uh, thing to bring sh- them together. He needs to get a cartoon. He needs to get a cartoon like uh, the, the rock and John Krasinski. <laughs> Pizza dog. The movie. Are those two getting a cartoon? Oh, you cho- it's you the Super Pets. It. You're yeah. the one who told me it's about it. <laughs> I was thinking it was a it was a Marvel thing, and then I was I was like no, I was, I was like John Mulaney's got like a got a is not a Marvel thing that he's got, but it could be. It's a spunk. It's not even it's a, a spunk. <laughs> it's a Uh, all right. Is that it? So, yeah. Um, so. As the listeners might remember, I will be in Hawaii next week. Uh, which leads me to a fun fact about Hawaii related to Marvel. And then I'll lead us into our outro, which is I told Tyler I wasn't going to tell him this fun fact until we could get his reaction on the air. Uh, so, Tyler, mm-hmm. one of the Eternals writers uh, said that they wanted to set a scene in Hawaii and they were told under absolute no circumstances was that allowed in the MCU. The MCU apparently cannot use Hawaii ever. It does not exist in the MCU anymore. And I was like, that's interesting. And then I figured out why. Do you want to know why? Why? So Hawaii completely restructured its filming credits and invested a lot of money into a certain production, expecting it would bring them money for years to come. And that production was Marvel's Inhumans. Oh. (laughs) And so... The whole the Hawaii state the, the state government does not like got totally burned on that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So they're like, yeah, the Hawaiian government does not like us at all. So you cannot write this into a movie. Mm-hmm, I bet. I think this is interesting. I think this is. I think this is an interesting fact. Yeah. You know? No, it is. It is. That's. Uh... So I'll be going <sighs> somewhere where the MCU can't touch for my vacation. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why, why Inhumans? Hawaii why is, would you go in on on Inhumans? I I don't. Why wouldn't you? At the time, it was mm. supposed to be a big Marvel. Okay, it was it was supposed to on paper. It doesn't matter. It has to film before it comes out. How and is it's not the, like Hawaii? Like how's the dialogue? Like the script? They I, don't get to see the dialogue. They just hear, "Oh, Marvel wants to do a big production on it." Marvel hasn't failed yet. Right. Sure. So, like, and at the time it was being pitched as this is Marvel's attempt of doing a Game of Thrones type show. Yeah. Since Marvel did not miss, why would you say no? The answer is you should have. Uh, like, I would say that I can't really blame the Hawaiian government for that. Yeah. I but I would say like they had the Incredible Hulk. Uh, mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Anyways, I I can't blame Hawaii for that. Yeah, uh, but anyway, I, mean, I, I, I can that. understand why. But 
I, I so next week Tyler will have something for you. I have no idea what it is. I'll probably <laughs> listen to it on my flight back, and I'll be like, okay. Uh, it's uh, all but, I gotta say is uh, it's gonna be a trip back in time, and it will be relevant to things coming out. Yeah, yeah, and I should be back here hopefully for a Christmas release of our No Way Home episode. So, and then we'll cover Hawkeye after that, the Hawkeye ending after that. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty exciting in a way to think that the next time we'll be talking to Tyler, we'll be discussing No Way Home, which we have been discussing since probably our very first episode of the show. Watch, watch <laughs> our No Way Home about. episode end up being our shortest episode ever. I'll be like, there's no way I like this movie. And you'll just come well, out. we showed up for Toby and Andy, and we went home disappointed. <laughs> I showed up for Toby and Andy, and all they gave me was uh, Electro and Rhino and Dane Don. Uh, um, okay, no. If if Dane Don shows up in the Dane Dehan shows up in this film, oh, ooh, ooh. I mean. Mm. I remember Franco, so I'll take the on, honestly. I mean, <laughs> I would be fine I'd if neither of them were in the film. That's that's the um, ideal situation. But are you saying they that... should make a movie called No Dave Home? It's about <laughs> no Dave's at home. So no Dave Franco. No Dave No Dave Home. No Dave Franco allowed. <laughs> uh okay. Well, uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Why Is with Ty and Dan. We can be found on various podcasting platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and on our website, whyiswithtydan.buzzsprout.com. You can also contact us by email at whyiswithtydan at gmail.com. And let me tell you guys, if you offer a very high amount of money for that NFT, I will give it to you. And by give it to you, I mean sell it. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. so I'm asking for money for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm going to do with the Spider-Man NFT, so you can hit us up there and be like, hey, I want your Spider-Man NFT. <laughs> <laughs> Starting bid is, uh, let's go with 40 bucks. <laughs> I don't know what to do with these. Yeah, watch. I've heard NFT watch, go for quite a lot. Once so. you find out that this NFT is like worth forty thousand dollars, and then you're like, I can't believe <laughs> well, I said well, that's it a starting bid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, you can also follow us on Twitter at WiseWithTyin1, and you can follow me, Danny Vincent, on Letterbox at Blank Mints for reviews of movies, including those not in the MCU. Uh, right now, I've been watching the Matrix movies. I wonder why. Um, anyway. We'd also like to thank Joe Schremer for editing this episode. Thank you, Joe. And we will see, well, I will see you in a couple of weeks with Spider-Man No Way Home. And Tyler will see you next week with an episode from home. Yeah, so. it's going to be a nice little bonus episode on if you've waited this long. Not a Ralph bonus. Not a Ralph bonus, but a straight bonus episode. Um Little hint, 1970s, uh, late 70s, Spider-Man uh, made-for-TV movie. And well, oh, I'll have a guest. I was not expecting that. I was expecting you to say late 1970s, Spider-Man related. I was like, oh, my God, he's going to talk about Alien. <laughs> oh, the, my the gosh. Alien joke in Infinity War. Uh, that kind of bombed. I was <laughs> like, I like that joke. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> but yeah. Yeah. We will see you. Well, he will see you then. <laughs> yeah, I'll catch you in the next one. And Danny will catch you a couple weeks from now. Ciao.